Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Tuesday, September 1st. We made it through the summer. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, Max, we did it. We forced a game seven. Uh, <laughs> the KOD, the FKOD, forced the game seven, exactly how we predicted it. So we're going to have two games. So we're going to have game seven today in the NBA as well. So uh, two game sevens, pretty good, pretty good stuff. I mean, the, the Eastern Conference, they're, they're just kind of, uh, you know, going through their motions there. Or the Western Conference is, you know, they're putting up some battles there. Uh, interesting basketball stuff yesterday, but I knew I know I want Panther to, to get into uh, the, the trade deadline. So I, I will sacrifice some of my airtime to Panther today to go over the trades. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of trades and it was – Pretty exciting. Um, I think everybody and their brother knew Clevenger was getting dealt out of Cleveland. Uh, he kind of burned a bridge there with the whole leaving the hotel and COVID and all that. So locker room wasn't happy with them. They had, so they had to deal Clevenger. Um, but the, to me, the big player was the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, they went out and got Robbie Ray. So now he won't have anybody dinking with his, his delivery and maybe he can go back to just throwing his nasty stuff. But then they also picked up a little bit of depth in uh, Jonathan Villar. Um, not sure where he fits in, except uh, maybe a super utility type role. Um, but look, Toronto's only one game out of the playoffs, one game behind those, you know, the evil empire Yankees. Um, so these young kids, uh, they're all in. I, I like what they did. And then uh, the other thing, too, that Max just kind of touches on – a player that we pay attention to Caleb Smith got dealt over to the diamondbacks. Um, so that's two, two of the, uh, young elite pitchers that the Marlins had that they've sent over to Arizona. It might be decent trading partners there or something. I'm not sure what's going on. What's going on, Rich. You got anything? Yeah. Speaking of trade-offs yesterday, I was sitting around at my desk doing my horse racing work for the, uh, Friday version of the Kentucky Derby, the Kentucky Oaks, and the diamond, uh, the uh, Rockies were about to get started against the Padres. And I was doing my work because they didn't have a line in the morning. And I decided I'm going to take the Padres. When I was doing it, there was no outs yet. So the, the, the Padres were plus 107. One out, they went to plus 113. Second out, they went to plus 125. So 
you know, if you're pretty confident in a team, if you're willing to give up a run or two, trade off a couple run, couple outs, you might get a better line. I did it. Rockies uh, ended up, I mean, um, Padres ended up winning, covering the 125 for me. So hey, it was a good trade off. <laughs> Lesson learned. Yeah. Lesson learned. Fuck up and then get paid. It's the best way, baby. Lucky better than good. <laughs> uh, to Panthers' point about the Blue Jays right now, to win the World Series, plus 5152, plus 5152. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I- I, I said I like the direction they're going. I like the moves they're making. I didn't think I, I, I wouldn't put a hundred bucks on that. They're they're in a, a very very rough conference, and um, they're they're building for the future. I think they just want to get a taste of if they could get in the playoffs, that would be a big coup for them, and, and look out for them in twenty twenty one. I wish I would have hit a preseason White Sox line to win the World Series. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. White Sox. <laughs> Shocking. God. God. So I remember somebody saying about the White Sox just a couple of weeks back when we were talking about it, a couple of shows ago about future bets. Wonder who that was. I can't. I don't remember that. No. Uh, I guess yeah, you kind of download what's in every single episode. Then I guess it's not yeah. ringing a bell. Yeah. No. no. Padres are plus thirteen seventy eight. They were another team that went all in or seemed to be going all in. So, there's that. That's a team that Max and I like a lot. I'd probably get a piece of that though. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they'll be a trouble for somebody in the playoffs. All right, but speaking of trouble in the playoffs, let's jump over to the NBA. Uh, first up, we're doing it again. Boston, Toronto. Boston opened up plus a point and a half. Pinnacles got them at a point and a half. Bet 365's got them at a point even. So there you go, Max. Which Boston are you taking? Well, here's the thing. I, I'm just going to preface this by saying, if, if you listen to my NBA bets, listeners, just bet the other way. I'm 13, 15, and 1 in my NBA bets. Not not so good. Got burned again yesterday by, by the missiles. Uh, so just, just going to preface that there. Uh, do not trust my NBA bets. So this game, uh, game one was kind of a mix of absolute great play by Boston and then some subpar play by Toronto. Even if Boston can replicate what they did, which is going to be tough. They, they had six players in double digits. They shot really well from three-point land. Uh, you know, the, the Toronto Raptors are another team that, that gives up some three-pointers, which is part of their defensive strategy, Sim- similar to the Bucks. But the Celtics were just nailing so many threes that, that that first quarter was such a big deficit that even though Toronto played them really close the rest of the game, I think it was like uh, you know, 73-71 for the rest of the game. That first quarter was just so big that it, it was hard to, to overcome. I expect Nick Nurse to get this Toronto team playing really well in this game. Uh, Lowry and Van Fleet will, will bounce back. They, they had a tough game one. Siakam's not going to have that poor of a night. He got into foul trouble early on. They're going to keep him out of foul trouble. I'm expecting a closer game here. I think Toronto probably gets the win. That said, the Sharps seem to be back in Boston. Tough to ignore when, when big money is coming in on a team. But again, I always I always think there's that Boston bounce or that New York bounce, right? Where, where you know the the big city teams tend to get some extra money on them. I'm going to lean Toronto to win and cover this one. But keep an eye out if if money keeps coming in on Boston, that line might actually get better for you for Toronto. 
Yeah, I was looking at the stats as well from from game one, and with with all due respect to Boston, they played lights out. If you need Siakam, Van Fleet, and Lowry to play as bad as they did, <laughs> um, now granted it was kind of a blowout, twenty points, but they only shot the entire team shot twenty five percent. I mean, it was from three point land. So they, they, I mean, they were just so off and so bad. Uh, coming right out of the gate. I don't expect that to happen again. But if Boston, you know, can can clamp them down and contest those threes, then it could be another Boston win. I just have a hard time seeing this as a 2-0 series after tonight. I think it's 1-1. So I'm going to jump on the Raptors here. Yeah, as Panther said, they uh, were 10 – Toronto was 10 for uh, 40 from behind the arc, shooting 25%. And during the regular season and bubble time, they're actually the fifth best – three-point shooting team if they had made their you know their typical number in terms of percent the free of uh, uh, threes they would have been down by like a point or two in this game late with a chance to maybe tie and go to overtime i don't see them shooting 37 percent for the entire game again or 10 for 40 from threes i'm gonna bet the raptors too mm, 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 mm. well i it was so close i wasn't necessarily gonna bet it but i was gonna side with boston i do think boston comes out of the series Taking it, I and one and a half. No, I need more. <laughs> I need a little bit more on this one. Uh, yeah, just a lean for me. Just a lean for me on the Celtics. But I like that I'm on the opposite side of Max on this one. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, it's a good good spot to be in. Yeah, next up, this is it, man. This is someone's going to win, and we'll find out who the better team was. Utah, Denver. Uh, Jazz opened up minus one. Now the Jazz are plus a point and a half, Max. Uh, who knows? I mean, come on. We, we've got a game seven between two teams who that on any given night seems that they can beat the other team. Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Murray keep trading punches, going toe to toe, multiple 50 point games in this series. We've seen overtimes. We've seen blowouts. We've seen absolutely unpredictability in this series. So how do you how do you bet this one? I'm going to tell you how you bet this one. You take the coin, you flip it, and it's going to tell you who's going to win. And the coin says Denver. So I'm going to bet Denver here on a damn coin flip, but also because the sharp money is all over Denver here, and mm. I'm going to just follow the money. I did a little bit more research than flip a coin. <laughs> um, you know, Two players in NBA history have scored 40-plus points, five boards, five assists. First one was Michael Jordan in three games in a row. Three games in a row is the stat, the stat there. Michael Jordan was the first one. Jamal Murray is the second one. He's done it three games in a row. One of the things that I'm, I've noticed about Denver's rotation, though, I've, I've talked all season about how deep they are, how deep that bench is. They didn't go to it. They're winning because they basically put all these minutes, everything, on the starting five plus Michael Porter Jr. coming off the bench. They're basically running a six-man rotation out there. These guys are running 40-plus minutes. I mean, Murray – is young. So I don't know that he's necessarily gassed. He's, he's up for the challenge. Donovan Mitchell has been trading punches with them, but it seems like they're saying, screw the bench. We're going with our big dogs. They're running them out there. They're going to do it again. Um, yeah. I like the nuggets as well. I'm going to bet Denver. Yeah. Like Max said, this, this, this series has just been unpredictable. Just when you think you have a handle on things, it just goes the other way. And right now it looks like everything is lining up for Denver. Just like earlier in the series, everything was lining up for Utah. 
I feel like I should lean Denver, but I haven't gotten that right yet in this series. So I'm going to do the opposite of what I think I should do. And I'm going to lean Utah. Mm. That's a that's a classic move on this show, by the way. It's called the Costanza. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm well known for it. Yes. Do the opposite of everything you feel like you should do. Uh, yeah, I've been writing Utah a bit. I still thought I, I keep thinking Utah is going to step up and actually pull away. Well, well, they haven't. I'll bet Utah. That's it. Utah plus a point and a half. God damn. What a series. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> All right. Max, we're going to the ice. What do you want to touch on? Oh, you know. Oh. You know, you know which one. Must be you Vancouver, Vegas. That's what you're drooling over. Yes. Yes, yes absolutely. Okay. Oh, big chalky one there. Islanders versus the Flyers at the Flyers, whatever the hell you want to say. New York has just taken complete control of this series. The Flyers played probably their best game in about three weeks on Sunday. They gave the Flyers everything they had, and they lost. <laughs> they they closed out the second period with 12 shots. It just held the Flyers to uh, – held the Islanders to, to zero shots at the at that end of the second period. They got nothing out of it. They still lost. Uh, the, the Isles, they went with their veteran goalie, Thomas Grice. Uh, they gave uh, Semyon Ver- Varlamov the night off because it was a back-to-back, and he rewarded them by stopping 36 shots on the night. You got Varlamov back in goal tonight, and they, they're going to look to close out the series. Go, go back to the, the Eastern Conference Finals for the first time since 1993. So I'm looking forward to the Islanders' lightning series. Uh, the, the the thing is, I, I don't expect the Flyers to just roll over here, right? I mean, I, the, the odds are against them. Teams trailing 3-1 in NHL playoff series only have a 9% you know, win, winning uh, the series uh, lifetime. So it, it, everything's stacked against them. They're going to play a tough game today. Uh, but ultimately, the Islanders are going to come out on top. They're going to close this out today. I'm going to bet New York. I've been backing them this whole series, mm-hmm. and they haven't let me down yet. Um, I'm afraid this is where they let you down. Uh, all, all, just all tributes, all acknowledgement to Max's greatness. Panther went 2-0 in hockey yesterday. Just want to point that out. <laughs> um, just like the Avalanche, I just don't think the Flyers are done. Uh, I don't think they're ready to roll over. I don't think they're ready to call this a series. Um, they're too good to just walk out 4-1. to one. I don't have any names, stats, nothing to back it up. It's just a gut feeling, but I think this is going to have to go at least another game. So I'm going to back the Flyers here. The Islanders have won six of the last seven games against the Flyers. I don't see any reason why they won't make it seven of eight. I do believe that the Flyers will come out fighting, kicking, scratching, doing what they can do to extend the series. But in the end, they lose by a goal, maybe two with an open net. I'm going to lean the Islanders. Yeah. Even at minus 120, which is what it looks like. Yeah. I still like the Islanders here. I got to follow Max. Got to bet the Islanders here. All right. So. Oh, Panther's still rooting for his seven game. Seven game series, right? Panther. <laughs> That's right. He's, he's, he's got to have that seven game. Yes. That, what was that? A plus 400 uh, payout or something like that. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Max said it was going to be five or six. So there it is. 
Okay. So I could be right. I mean, even even if Panthers right today, then I, I still nail it in six games. Exactly. Five. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I post over the, on the website or the app, depending on what you use, that you should have just dutched all three of those bets together, and this you, oh, yeah. you'd have been a you'd turn a profit no matter what. Yeah, it's ridiculous. All right. Uh, another one that's probably going to end today is is that Canucks at Golden Knights. Uh, you know, all, all due respect to uh, Vancouver, they they put up a fight in this series. It, Vegas is just way too much, man. I mean, honestly, the, the Canucks goalie, Jacob Markstrom, has been sensational. He has done such a great job. The problem is he's facing the amount of goals in one game that a goalie usually gets in two games. <laughs> and so that that's just tough, man. So if, if he's given up four or five goals in a game, his save percentage is still ridiculously high because the volume of shots that Vegas is putting on him, it's just too much. The, the only way for Vancouver to win is Vegas has to make some mistakes. Uh, there has to be some penalties because Vancouver's only scoring when they have power play advantage. So I just think Vegas has way too many uh, ways to win a game, especially against Vancouver. So <sighs> go ahead and eat that chalk if you want to. I can't. I'm going to lean Vegas on that one. Mm. Yeah, that, I'm. this is my team, my homer team. Um, they're They're just... They're too deep. They're too talented. They score well. They defend well. Um, and the Sharks and the whoever puts these lines out obviously know that. Um, they're pretty much telling you Vegas is going to win, but I'm with you. I'm not putting that much chalk out there, so I'll just lean the Knights. Vegas is going to win. And uh, I'll I'll just lean Vegas because if I puck line them, everyone in this place will explode. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, the way that they've been playing, not terrible, right? I mean, they've just been absolutely slaughtering Vancouver. The the one game that Vancouver did win, uh, again, it was it was a very off night uh, for uh, 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 for Laner in goal for. Vegas. They did go with uh, Mark Andre Fleury in the last game, mostly because it was a back to back. So for, when I saw that they're going with Mark Andre Fleury, I was like, "Oh man, they, they listened to the show." <laughs> I've been I've been saying to put Fleury in the game. He owns Vancouver. Well, he owned Vancouver in the last one, but they're going to go back with Laner today. I do wonder though if if Laner struggles early if they flip the switch because again, Mark Andre Fleury is just he's, he's Vancouver can't beat them. They can't solve for them. There's something there. You, you know, Rich, you talk about this all the time about ha- having someone's number or just you know be- being able to match style versus style, and th- and that's what Mark Andre Fleury does against Vancouver. So I think if Laner gives up a goal or two early, uh, they put Mark Andre Fleury in to sh- to kind of lock that down, and then ve- you know Vegas probably goes on like a you know a f- five goal uh, run <laughs> to win uh, five to two. There you go. And yeah, it's either. Figure out a way that Vancouver wins or stay off the game. Uh, I'll lean Vegas, but I'm not going to bet two minus two fourteen. No chance. All right, so that's it. We're over to baseball. Who's taking the stick here? I got it. Go, oh. but I don't love it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> We're we're missing. I mean, look, we're missing a bunch of lines. I'm not seeing a lot of lines posted, and then there's a lot of man. There's some just glorious chalk out there. But the one I'm going to look at, it's it's kind of like the hot streak right now. I guess is uh, the Phillies and the Nationals again. Um, this normally would be considered a pretty premier pitching matchup with Patrick Corbin and Aaron Nola, but 
God, if the Nationals just can't get out of their own way. They put up six runs yesterday, still took the loss. Phillies have just been scorching hot. Um, they're scoring. They're pitching decently, a good enough. But if you're going to, hey, if you're going to go out there and try out six, seven, eight runs or more every time you, you take the field, you don't need to pitch that well. But the Nationals, I think, have punted the season. I think they're over. They're not going to leave Corbin out there too long. Um, the Phillies kind of found their groove here. I think they're, they're feeling where they're at. And uh, I like the Phillies again, so I'm going to bet the Phillies. Yeah, I, I gave a, I gave a look at this game. Uh, you know, the Nationals have lost four or five, and uh, you you remove their blowout win over the hapless Red Sox, and their run differential is just awful uh, lately. And, and I think run differential uh, recency is is one of those stats that I look at is is what what a team's doing over their last five or ten games with their run differential, and, and the Nationals just are not very good. And the Phillies, on the other hand. They're starting to play up to, I guess, their expectations or or someone's expectations. My expectations were quite low for them. Uh, so they're <laughs> playing, playing up to someone's expectations now. Uh, Aaron Nola coming off a very good start. Uh, but, I mean, you know, he's, Patrick Corbin's reliable. He's so dependable. The early signs, again, it's very early, indicate a trap here because that line is getting a tad bit better for Philly and a tad bit worse for Washington, and all of that money is on Philly I'm I'm gonna have to go against you here, Panther. Uh, just in a lean, I'm gonna lean Washington. I do think that they they're due for a win, and this this could be a letdown game for Philly. Patrick Corbin has pitched fairly well against the Phillies, five and two lifetime with a three sixteen ERA and ten starts. And Nola, he started twenty times against the Nationals, five and six with a four twelve ERA. I think it'll probably be a one run game, maybe two run game when the starters exit. If the Nationals have the lead or tied, Philly's bullpen's not very good, so I think the Nationals could take the game in that respect. So just on the on the sense that the game's going to end up going to the bullpens in a close game when it goes there, I think the Nats have the edge in that advantage, and uh, I, I'm going to I'm going to lean the Nats with you, Max. Mm, yeah, this is one where I couldn't get to either side necessarily. Um, it does. I mean, Philadelphia should win, no doubt. Uh, but man, I can't quite get there to lay the 146. Oh, it just went up to 149 now. So Max, the dam is broken. The line's getting worse for Philadelphia pretty quick now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So so trap trap off the board. Trap off um, the board. Yeah. That's that's good. Yeah. All right. All right. So, but I'm still just gonna have to lean the Nats here. I don't want to bet against Panther because I think he's probably gonna win that bet. But yeah, uh, I just can't get there numbers you guys, are, you guys are leaving me out on an island with almost every play i'm making today rich take the stick and leave me out on an island again uh, I'm, I'm not gonna leave you out on an island you're gonna join me on this one you know I, I go to the website and i see that john ornberg plays the plays the braves and lays the run line fake the books says he's heartbroken like his first girlfriend just left him because we didn't have a run line on the show and then lo and behold we lift him back up when i put the braves on the site on absolute degeneracy. When I was a kid working at Kmart, the manager came up to me and told me, son, you're going to get somewhere in life if you give the customers what they want. <laughs> right? And here I am. You hear that? You know what that is? Oh, my God. Was that a run line bell? That's, that means it's Richie Rich's run line time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's bringing props to the show now. No, I mean, come on. No, come on. I'm ready to go. Hey, Dodgers, Diamondbacks. 
Diamondbacks have a negative 29 run differential on the road. Dodgers are a plus 54 at home. They hit a major league record, 57 home runs in the month of August. Arizona has already wrapped up the season. Their general manager said, after making all those trades yesterday, I think we're situated in a fairly strong position moving into the offseason with 25 games to go. I'm all over the Dodgers. I'm laying the one and a half. That's Richie Rich's run line of the day. And I'll probably have another one on the site a little later on. So make sure you head back to Absolute Degeneracy during the day. That's funny. So we touched upon this one in the pre-show, and uh, I basically said uh, the, the only the only play is is a run line here. I mean, uh, the Dodgers should win this one, right? Uh, Diamondbacks one and nine over their last ten. Uh, yeah, it's it's weird that uh, Julio uh, Urias is uh, he's the pitcher for the Dodgers. He's been hit kind of hard lately, and there's still this big chalky favorite. The Sharps seem to be coming in on Arizona, though. So I'm seeing some money coming in on Arizona. Ah, man, I would be wary of that run line. I'm wary of every run line. <laughs> so, I mean, this is just could be me doom and gloom. Sky is falling. But Arizona's lost some really close games recently. On the flip side, and again, to, to give Rich some credit here, is Dodgers just been beating the shit out of teams. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's usually two or three runs that they're winning by. So, uh I would, I would personally lay off this run line, but again, I'm, I'm Mr. Doom and Gloom when it comes to run lines. So we'll see, we'll see what Pan- Panther could be the tiebreaker here, really, because we know what Archer's going to do. Yeah, you know, I, I've got quite the history of of doing some run lines and some crazy stuff, but um, Arizona did punt yesterday. They sent out Starling Marte. Uh, they traded Archie Bradley to the Reds, who desperately needed that bullpen help, but they didn't really get anything in return. They got Caleb Smith, but he's still, you know, nursing his COVID stuff. I don't, they can't hit consistently. The Diamondbacks are doom and gloom, but I don't have a lot of faith in Julio Urias. Um, I agree with Max. The only play here is the run line, but even with the run line, where's that putting us, Arch? About minus 170, 180? Minus 123. Oh, it gets it that far down. Well, if it's that far down, then fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> Aren't you the guy that just keeps telling you Vegas is trying to tell you something with these numbers? Yeah, they're telling us Dodgers are going to win this game. Dodgers, the, with that big, big line, they're going to make you pay for this win. Right. And right. that's what they want to do. So the, only, so the only play here is a run line. But they're not making you pay much for the run line. That's my question to you. Um, okay. Yeah. That's well, fine. Yeah, yeah. You're probably going to hit it. You're probably going to hit it. Yeah. I got, you know, I, I can't leave Rich out on an island. Man. No, no, no. We can't. We he can't. likes being on the island. No, yeah, Rich yeah. likes being on the island, Panther. You don't understand <laughs> that. Rich was hoping that you would leave him on the island there. Yes. He doesn't want your support. He doesn't want my support. He wants to be on that island because every time he's on the island, he fucking wins. Yeah. <laughs> right, baby. I'm oh. Tom Hanks with. Um, He's got his fucking little uh, volleyball with him. Wilson! I I really think he's more like a Pacific soldier who just got forgot about. He's just hanging out since World War II living on an island. (laughs) It could be. I'm going to lean the Diamondbacks here just because, fuck it, you cannot take minus 247, 245. I don't like the way the line's moving, so yeah, why not? I'll lean the Diamondbacks. If If they lose, I can say, well, it was only a lean, and if they win, I can say, hey, I'm a fucking genius. That's right. All right. I want to ask, Max, I need a, a sit, sit rep on uh, the White Sox twins. Where's the money coming in on this one? Let's see. Um, 
Because it's getting a little bit better for the White Sox and a little bit worse for the Twins. The money's coming in on Minnesota. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm going to I'm going to refresh, uh, but but when I looked earlier, the money was coming in on Minnesota. The kind of like a piece of the White Sox, only minus one fourteen. I know it's, it seems weird. Yeah, right? it does seem weird. Something seems I mean, with off that, with Dallas Keuchel on the man, Michael Pineda. Yeah, versus, uh, on the Twins. Uh, the yeah, uh, the the money's still. I, I don't want to give percentages, but you know it's 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 on Minnesota by a decent enough amount. We'll say that. Hmm. Okay. <sighs> Screw it. I don't really have much I like today, so I'm still going to do it. I don't like it. I don't think anybody else should do it, but I'm going to bet the White Sox minus the 114 right now against the Twins. That was the one game that I liked too. It's just, I, yeah. man, like it just seemed off to me. Like, yeah, it is off. The, the, the White Sox are, are one, four, or five. Uh, Dallas Keuchel's pitched absolutely sensational. Minnesota's lost six in a row. Man, it just, it, it seems to me like the White Sox should win this one. Mm-hmm. Ah, God, it's it, this is the gift. This is the gift game, man. Um, I'm going to lean the White Sox. I, uh, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You shouldn't. You should not bet this fucking game because something's wrong. Oh, yeah, something's wrong. They're, they're pretty much wanting you to bet the White Sox. I, th- I think the big question marks Pineda. He's been suspended all season. This is his debut. Um, he's been historically a, a decent, solid pitcher. Um, but, yeah, I did, it feels off. It feels trapped. Just because it feels like Vegas wants you to take the White Sox, I'm going to lean the Twins. They can't lose them all, right? Maybe. <laughs> they don't play that many this year. <laughs> the, uh, Michael Pineda, I, I look back at his, his uh, beginning seasons for the last, I don't know, he's been in the league for like six, seven years before he started taking diuretics, I guess. <laughs> and he tends to give up runs early on and get better as the season moves along. So I don't expect him to be all that sharp today. And he's facing an offense that's just it's just hitting the ball. They're fifth in the in the majors and runs scored. White Sox are going to put runs up on him. Dallas Keuchel's going to hold Minnesota down. So I'm with Arch. I'll bet the White Sox. All right. There we go. Proving that fools and their money are soon parted. All right. Um. I, we got to keep an eye on this Toronto Miami line the, throughout the day. It looks like Bookmaker has it minus 105 both sides. So I want to keep an eye on that and see where that goes. That'll be interesting. Uh, no word of what. Toronto bet. doesn't have a pitcher listed yet. I see that. It says undecided. So I don't know if that's a misprint or what, but that's going to be interesting if they've got it 105 both sides. Um, I don't have a listing for what uh, Bet US does, though, Max. So. <laughs> uh so yeah i'm, I'm uh, uh that that miami game i they just announced the starter for miami too like uh because uh, hernandez was actually um uh he was listed as uh, as uh, possibly injured <laughs> <laughs> and then they i guess they flipped the switch and said no no i guess he's fine so that that's weird mm. uh We'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. But I guess that that that's it. Let's wrap this up, Max. Take it home. All right. Hey, that is it. Download the DGENs app for Android or iOS. Let us know what you think about your picks, our picks, anyone's picks. You can listen to us on that app or on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Podsell, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. It is Tuesday. Rich, final words. 
Yeah, we have a lot of fun around here, so make sure you tell your friends about us. I got a good idea. Just grab some stranger on the street, tap him on the shoulder and say, Hey, did you hear about Rich's run line of the day? Let him know on Twitter. Let him know on Facebook. Tell your friends about us so we can all have some fun together. As you know, friends don't let friends bet without absolute degeneracy. Panther, take us home, my friend. Uh, It's Tuesday. I'm home. And it's Denver Day, so we'll be heading out. But listen, the new guy, the old man of the group, is still the new guy. And now he's bringing props to the show. So now I got to start going through the closet, the kitchen. I got I got to find something. I don't, I don't want to know what kind of props you got in your closet. This, this, uh, this, just, isn't, <laughs> this just isn't going to stand. So. <laughs> I, won't, I won't leave Richie Rich out on an island all by himself with his props. So um, you guys know the deal, man. It's, AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. It's where we're hanging out. Website, app. Let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. Bring out your props and make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.